0: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Five, four, three, two, one. But who's counting, right? His name is Major. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Major Garrett from the nation's capital. Major,
1: fantastic. It's the takeout.
0: This is a major achievement. With CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent. Major Garrett.
1: Yes, CBS? Yes, I
0: Major Garrett.
1: Major, that's nonsense. And you should know better. Is Major out of the doghouse? <laughs> the answer is yes.
2: Welcome to the very best part of my broadcast week. And Merry Christmas to one and all for those celebrating. You'll hear this on December 23rd. So you're getting ready for Christmas Eve. You're getting ready for Christmas Day. And I'm very happy to say for the second consecutive year, we have Christmas with Calliendo. Frank Calliendo, friend of the show, friend of mine. At least around this time of year, Frank would probably say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get a I get a text from Major, my really good friend, like in the middle of December, and he starts pestering me about the show again. Frank, it's good to see you. How ah, are you?
3: Humbug. <laughs> ah, humbug.
2: Frank, how are you?
3: I, uh, it's good to, it's good to finally hear back from
2: you. You know, like you
3: said, once a year, uh, (laughs) you know, Morris majoris. Yes. I call it, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a real treat. Harlan Williams. It's a little treaty treat there. My friend, this one's an obscure impression for about seven people. Think something about Mary. Okay. (laughs)
2: Look it up. Look it up kids. It's worth your while. Um, So when we were uh, setting this up, of course, ladies and gentlemen, watching on CBS News Streaming and on Paramount Plus, this is a Zoom interaction. Frank Caliendo lives in the Phoenix area. And right before we set this show in motion, uh, it was clear to me that Frank Caliendo, uh, one of comedy's great impressionists, is working, workshopping maybe. That sound you hear when you put a Zoom together. How does that go again, Frank? Frank? I, I have to think about it. Uh, recording in progress. One more time. It's creep.
3: It's got recording in progress.
2: <laughs> there we go. So we did this show last year. It was a great show, and I'm so happy to be doing it again this year. So, Frank, I want to check with you on some things that we talked about last year to see how, sure. how we're yeah, doing yeah. on them. So are you being stalked by any variants currently?
3: Var, well, uh, was that a what was that a Loki so, thing? Uh, so,
2: so it was a COVID thing. We talked about Omicron, and you said, "I okay. feel like I'm being stalked by variants." Oh, yeah. really? oh, geez, I uh, wow, I don't know what. I just, no, I'm still confused. I guess you
3: listened back to us last year. I guess I should have done some homework. That's the <laughs> difference between a professional uh major and what I do. Uh, i just show up and hope and uh let me be clear there is no hope and change uh, happening in this interview caliendo is a uh, having a problem can't
2: get there very good very good um i also yeah asked, i don't
3: even remember what that was you remember what that was well so so, so that, that was even-
2: that so when we talked in december of last year Omicron was sort of the variant that was in the news. Okay, I got it. Everyone was sort of closing back down a little bit and people were feeling a little less settled and people were getting more nervous about it. Right.
3: Okay, I went straight to Marvel, you know, because I'm always thinking Tony Stark and I was thinking variants, you know, that's what's going on and that's what happened in Phase 4, if you will. There was a a show uh, called Loki, if you can't guess what it's about, Mm -hmm. or who it was about, you probably don't deserve to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or MCU. Um, yeah. I, uh, I Okay. I, I got you. Yeah. Yes.
2: So variants. So you're not being uh, stalked seem... as you, as you are currently aware by any known or unknown variants. No. And
3: I don't think, I, mean, I feel like in Arizona, they don't even remember uh, COVID existed anymore. So there are, there are several it's, States it's, it's, like
2: that. I've been to a few recently and it's like, it never even happened. It was like surf pro. Yeah, well, I w-
3: Yeah, I went down the the first time I went down to Florida. Um I I did some shows in Tampa earlier than I'd done them anywhere else mm-hmm. and it was everybody was like what what are you talking about? What code code co- dependency? What? The video? Right. Is that video game codependency? Is that what it is?
2: Exactly. No,
3: wow. but I I kind of liked it. I was it was kind of refreshing. I mean, I was sick for a month afterward, but uh no, I was fine. I was fine. Um <laughs> It was just kind of weird. We were also scared of everything. I, right. At least I was. I was scared of everything. Which, I still have some fears, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm just like, eh, I can't live like that forever. Right. So, how do you uh, think
2: how, how how do you remember that period of time? Do you think in your own Frank Caliendo rear view, we were too cautious?
3: I think so. I think there's. I, it's It's easy to look back, right? It's easy to look back and um, and second guess everything um so and we live in this weird weird time i'm, I'm gonna go morgan freeman up. we live in a very odd time nature a time where information can be true or very very false you never know which it is so yeah so we don't know i mean i've had this feeling for quite a while that i'm like i don't know what's real and what isn't anymore i don't know uh, you know you know that you know a lot of legitimate news sources and stuff like that but then there are good there are good tangential sources sometimes mm-hmm. but then sure you never know uh what's what and and that's i i don't know i was very i didn't leave my house for two months i mean i was just in i was i was uh and i was the happiest i've been because i really would <laughs> rather i'm the type of person who would rather. Uh, wear my basketball shorts and T-shirt in the house as opposed to going out in it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's like Adam Sandler dressing up for a Tonight Show. He's like, hey, Jimmy, how's it going? Uh, hey, man. And, you know, Jimmy's like, oh, God, you could have dressed up a little bit? Hey, yeah, yeah, you'd be glad I showed up. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so i so we a little leaves, too that- cautious? I probably, but you don't know, right? We didn't know. And, and look
2: the the big the biggest difference is we are now well into the second year of available vaccines and that does make a difference that changes all of these calculations at least it does for me Yeah I think there's some there's there's we just know more we we still don't know everything
3: but we we feel like we know more and it's been around for a while so we feel like we know uh we we feel a little bit more the word isn't it's not the right word but comfortable there's a there's a little bit of well this is what it is you know what your risks are um so you can assess those and i think at the right. beginning we didn't know what the risks really were um so yeah i think for me personally uh maybe we were a little too over you know but i again i shut myself in it was my own personal decision to do that uh, and I probably would have done that anyways.
2: So. so that leads to a very natural question: Do you consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert?
3: I'm totally an introvert, unless I've got a camera on me or uh, a crowd. I am. I'm totally. I have no interest uh, uh, communicating. With, with, ask my wife. My wife will tell you how little I have interest in communicating. Uh, she's like, "Where are you going?" I go, "I don't know. I just need." i'm vi i'm shrekist don't care i just want to be on a trick what are you doing you know i just want to be underneath the bridge by myself that's the way i am um i was was like that as a kid i was like that's why i do these voices and stuff i i would play with legos as a kid and watch different strokes and uh different sitcoms like that so um yeah, I'm I'm totally no. an introvert unless there's there's money involved, I guess.
2: <laughs> and this, no, but this. it's it's more it's more than that, and and that's not uncommon for people in the industry, is it?
3: I don't know. I, I don't hang around with that many people. I don't. Ha- I have some friends in well, the business. Well, this
2: goes to your introversion. Of course, you don't hang yeah, out with a lot yeah. of people.
3: Yeah, I I don't. I'm weird. But very rarely. I mean, it was funny because I was talking to, uh, and this is going to sound this is a name drop, but I thought real cool. I got to be friends with Michael Buble and b- believe it or mm-hmm. not, that came about over TikTok. Um it, Yeah. I had okay. the Chinese government uh, hack his phone and then we were yes. friends. No. Uh, so, you know, we became uh, friends. I, I even did a little thing at his, one of his shows in Vegas and stuff like that. But um, where was I going with this? Oh, he, he was talking about how he doesn't have a ton of, you know, celebrity friends and stuff like that. I was like, I don't even, he's a way bigger star than I am. And I was like, yeah, I I I don't know that you know I don't hang out with that many people. It's kind of I just hang out with my family and uh, you know I do business. I do you know work when I work and right. it, I kind of turn it off. I I could have been a lot further in my career had I not been like that. But it's just I like the balance. I saw too many comedians who were unhappy, you know, in right. in life, and you you meet them and they're like really funny on stage and they're really really they have the sad clown thing and you're like gosh. You, Mm. your whole life is based on your career if your career is going well
2: and you never know right.
3: that's kind of luck so exactly um, exactly yeah
2: that is the voice of frank caliendo we are spending yet again christmas with caliendo infinitely better than christmas with buble i guarantee you oh, ladies no and gentlemen, back for segment two in just one second
4: have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug ignored a leaky faucet pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects, but there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next, because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today.
0: Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This is The Takeout with Major Garrett.
2: Welcome back to The Takeout, coming to you from my office in the D.C. Bureau, Washington, D.C. Merry Christmas, everyone. You're hearing this either on December 23rd, Christmas Eve or Christmas, or sometime thereafter, whenever. Happy holidays to you all. Second year in a row, Christmas with Caliendo, I'm very happy to say. So last year when we talked, Frank, you had a couple of observations. We uh, ended the first segment talking about your family. And you told us about the uh, living room in your house in the greater Phoenix area having what you described as a self-fulfillment center. Oh, yeah. many, many boxes. Some of them empty, some of them full. The same boxes are still there, Major. Your your teenage children wanting to unionize because they were ordered to move them hither and thon. How's all that working out? Uh, Yeah, same boxes are still sitting there, and and more (laughs) have been added to them. It's
3: amazing how... It's 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 almost like children's blocks. They're just packed, uh, stacked up the alphabets on them. I, it's very. In- I don't know. I don't. I I do a thing. I don't know if I told you this last year, but I will hide stuff that my wife buys just to see if she knows what she bought. And it's there's there's I've got I've got a whole storeroom through of stuff that she's. She's never she's never even brought up. She and she's You've never got the
2: beginning. You've got the beginnings of a pawn shop it sounds like. You've yeah, got my
3: own. I've got my own. I, I, I I'm going to do my own thing. It's uh uh Frankie Baba. That's what it's
2: gonna be. Frankie Baba. I I yeah. like it. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. She won't even know, right?
3: Yeah, I'm the next uh I'm the next uh, is it Bezos or Bezos? I hear different people say it differently.
2: Bezos. Yeah, Yeah,
3: I'd say that. I'm the next Jeff
2: Bezos after editing. (laughs) And uh, you also mentioned when we talked last year that you were incorporating gingerly, but with some relish like that. (laughs) There's some food references there ginger and relish. Uh, Observations and comedic ones about your wife. How's that going over?
3: I'm just doing it at the house now. I haven't been doing a lot of shows on stage, so I'm just crushing on your podcast and in the f- self fulfillment I haven't done as I haven't done as much stand up as I'd actually planned out. We got a lot of family stuff going on. My 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 wife hurt her back, and uh, we've had some neighborhood drama that I'm going to try and turn into a TV show eventually. I think. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I think that's there's a lot of personal. I've been trying to really embrace life and as much of an introvert, which is part of my problem in the business is go out and do a little bit more and, and see what's happening in the real world around me as much as my world can be real. Um, but I, yeah, I haven't actually been on stage a ton. I haven't, I haven't been doing, I've been writing some, I've been, uh-huh. uh, doing some, uh, so I don't know what the, I don't know if it's, app Uh, affirmations or what, but there's a lot of just getting a journal and writing for, you know, uh, an hour or so or three pages, uh, you know, half an hour, just doing that over and over and over to try and unblock the, you know, the inner writer's block that I've Uh kind of had that uh, I've been kind of lazy, but at the same time, I'm just, I'm sometimes I'm just too happy. I'm just too content. And that's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I like, you know, I like being around my family, although that's starting to change as the kids get... (laughs)
2: Well, look, uh, as I understand it, your kids are 16 and 18. They're going to be leaving soon. This is your last chance. It's a good time to devote some time to them.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing for me. I've spent the most, a, a lot of time with my family. Enough at this point. I think
2: I've really, <laughs> i really. My wife
3: you're, always You're about at the, the brim,
2: right? You're about at the brim.
3: My wife always is like, I'm home all day. I'm doing things in and out, but it's not like I go to the office. So my wife will be like, you're not spending any time. All, I just sat with you. At the table for half an hour. That's as much as we'll do that three times. Some people, that's as much as they see each other in a week when they have, but they both have jobs. Yep. It's, yep. Um, yep. And I text her once in a while,
2: you know. Uh, but texting, that, that, that brings me to another topic we discussed last year. Any improvement in the texting across the dinner table dynamic? Uh, you know what? My,
3: I'm trying to think if there's, my son just it's there's three conversations going on that's the thing about texting and is you don't have to finish a thought that you're that uh, that you're actually currently on so Uh you can go back to conversations you had uh you know a week ago and all of a sudden it's a reply to that with the new you know ios and those types of things so um, yeah, there's. I mean, my son texts me constantly
2: from the other room.
3: It's it's not so much the dinner table at this point. I I, I kind of put an end to some of so, that. So you
2: so you you actually converse at the dinner table now. Well, we just don't have dinner.
3: Uh, okay, <laughs> that solves that. Well, he was in college. He was you know he's at ASU for most of the year, right? So he he wasn't around as much. But it's it is really funny how teenagers, especially. Uh, I think it's just the, the hormones and development and stuff like that. Like their time is their time. Like he's never on my time. It's gotta be on his time. I'm like, I'm the one, I'm the one footing the bill for all this,
2: man. You should be on my time. (laughs) Mr. Hand. Yeah. What are we, what are we doing here? Fast times at Ridgemont high reference there, kids pay attention, pay attention, stay up, stay up. Come on. Um, So, Arizona, that's where you live, the greater Phoenix area. You know, from my perspective, Frank, I spend a lot of time paying attention to politics, national politics and state politics. Kind of a crazy year in Arizona politics. Did you take note of that at all? You know,
3: I, I stay out of it personally and everything. I just want people to get along. It doesn't seem like that's not the happening route. very
2: much in Arizona. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't see that from people, though. I see that in the in the news and I see that um, online. Uh, between mm-hmm. people but I don't see that between people face to face that much I don't see it coming out. well I, I don't know about you but when I was growing up we didn't talk about any politics we didn't talk no. about religion we didn't it, it was those those were considered niceties and in this uh-huh. world of interconnectedness I'm very old school with that I don't like that even in my comedy I don't like I mean I'll listen right. I think I think people going after certain things are very very funny Um, but to me, I understand why somebody might not like that. And I don't, I don't like to be the one to put that out there and instigate that type of, uh, you know, feeling, you know, that feeling of, uh, ah, I don't know. That's just not, that's not me. Now I will tell you, I have an interesting, um, tie to the election. It's kind of like, uh, what is it? Seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or six or right. Okay.
2: Right. Yeah. How
3: many degrees is
2: uh, so I think it's four omelets.
3: Four omelets. Seven. Um <laughs> and a partridge in a <laughs> My the, one of my the guys who was my camera cameraman for T V, mostly the huh? ESPN segments, his right. wife is Carrie Lake. Really? No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually shot wow. stuff at their house before. I don't I don't think I've ever you know, she was a news person here in town.
2: For many many years, and very yes.
3: very different, um, very very different persona than now, and mm-hmm. um, but I, it,
2: it, it's just interesting because he's he's a so did very, you did you ever have a did you ever have a chance to meet her before she became a political figure? I've never met her as a political figure, and I don't
3: know if I ever met her off you know before that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I have worked with this guy many times, but he was very the interesting thing to me is. He's a very um, subdued and just the opposite of Carrie Lake is probably what I would say. And I think they're still together. I, I, I don't know, but it's, he's a super nice guy and very balanced politically from what I saw when I would talk to him. Cause we, I'm a middle of the road type of person. I think yep. I, I get things from both sides. I, I don't fit a party. I wish I, I don't love parties. I get, why they're there, which it's a little archaic to me at this point um, compared to where it could be now. I think people just uh, personally, and you can tell me I'm wrong because I'm, I'm not that informed, anybody in the audience. Absolutely, you're probably right. Um, but that's how I choose to live and and uh, I, it makes me happier. Um, but in terms of just having discussions with him, I was, just, I was just amazed when somebody reminded me that that's who he was married to. I was like, holy cow, really, wow. So, yeah, I, but I really don't see, I, I see, I have, you know, friends who really love Donald Trump, quite frankly, that's most people, um, tremendous right. amount
5: of people, a tremendously tremendous, Major, right, Major, right. you're doing,
3: you're doing a great
5: Mr. job. Mr. President,
2: Mr. President, I need to interrupt you only this once, Mr. President, only this once, got to go to a break when we come back, more Frank Caliendo and everything he does that is comedically brilliant. I'm Major Garrett, Christmas with Caliendo, I'm back. I don't do breaks.
0: From CBS News, this is The Takeout
2: with Major Garrett. Welcome back to The Takeout. It's Christmas with Caliendo, I'm happy to say, for the second year in a row. Mr. Caliendo was just doing the 45th president of the United States. Donald Trump, uh, Mr. President, please continue. I
5: I was just saying I don't take breaks. I never take a break. I was always working, even on the golf course. I did a tremendous job. A lot of people. A lot of people look at you, Major, saying, where is he going to go with this? Is he going to get something that's going to upset some of my audience? But no, Gary, 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 can I call you Gary, Major, Gary, <laughs> Gary Majors?
2: <laughs> Gary Majors. I've, I've been called worse, Mr. President. Yes. You know, I saw President Obama talk to you. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me be clear. That was a uh, a business move. Uh so, um, folks, that's my vibe. Folks, what are we doing? The guy. With the oh, thing. yes, that, that,
2: that. But before do you do jump it? into that, uh, the, when we talked last year, you were still feeling like you were workshopping President Biden. How do you feel about President Biden now?
3: Still working. As still as, working. as as, still as, you're, as still Not as a
2: president, on. but as you do it. Still
3: working on it. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> come on. Maybe, maybe. The guy, with the thing. as an old, I a young man back in Scranton, Pennsylvania. 30, 40, 500 years ago. Come on. Follow the Roman Empire. You know the deal. I ain't have to tell you.
2: It's better. I'm telling you, it's better. Because yeah. I just listened to the show from last year. It's better. You've been working.
3: Yeah, it's a little bit, but I haven't done again. If I start going, once I get, do a little bit more of the road, but it's funny how you start getting them into once you do them all the time they it's, it's just Mm -hmm. like a muscle. It's like muscle memory. Like then it's like riding a bike and you just get on and get, you know, I can go into Morgan Freeman anytime I want or Robert Downey Jr. But if I had to do
2: a different Mm -hmm. one, that's newer. um, Do you have Frank Caliendo, any impression of a famous woman?
3: No, I'm not good at it.
2: Yeah. I don't. uh,
3: don't Did you ever try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of times. Who did you try and just say it doesn't work? I, I, I don't even know. I mean, that's, I just know I don't have the, the register. I don't have the
2: pitch. It doesn't the vocal range. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It doesn't sound, it sounds like a guy trying to do a female's voice. And people right. always say that's why, why are you doing that in a feminine male voice? I'm like, well, that's actually my girl voice is really, you know, and they're right. like, you're not good at right. this. I'm like, well, right. That's all I got. So, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been workshopping a bunch of different ones, but I get, I don't have them where I can, uh, do everything with them, so it's like mm-hmm. one what, guy. What are the,
2: some of the things you're workshopping right now?
3: Paul Jumati on? is, uh, is one of my favorites. Go for it. Yeah, I believe there are people who understand where we're coming from. That is, yeah. This uh, I watch uh, Billions, so uh, yes, yeah. I really love that show, and uh, I just I was watching, me going, I I believe I can talk exactly. The way he does and then there's uh, i even uh, i've become friends with brian koppelman who's the executive producer of the show and i sent him that and he's like oh that's pretty good um yes but there's there was that and then i was doing uh the um uh axe the axe capital um
5: you don't understand exactly yeah that that's one that takes a little bit of time to get
3: into you know, it takes a second to get there. But I was working on uh, Saul Goodman. Did you know that you have rights? The Constitution says you do. And so do I. I am Saul Goodman. You know,
2: <laughs> that's great. That's great. So uh back to Trump. OK, uh, Mr. President, I, Mr. Left. President, you're running you're running for a third term. Uh, There are those who say your moment has has passed. Is it a third term? Is it really a a third time? Well, I mean, you're running a third time. It's for a second term, correct? Third time's a charm. I actually ran 25
5: times. A lot of times I ran 25, 25 times. Five times five. I do tremendous math. Tremendous, tremendous second grade math. Multiplication.
2: Do, Do you have any fear, Mr. President, that Americans are getting bored with you? Well... Going to see Marvel movies, aren't they? <laughs> if they there are that
5: many Marvel movies. They keep coming back. There's the there's there's the multiverse. There was the multiverse of madness right now mm-hmm. with the Trump verse, the uh, Trumpy verse, that multi-Trump, the multi-Trump verse, the Trumpy verse. a tremendous! I there's a lot of me's. Just like three spider Spidermans, there's three Donald Trumps. We're all tremendous, and this one can shoot webs out of my eye. <laughs>
2: And Frank, as I understand it, we talked a little bit before the show. Uh, you were asked to pick up a gig for Jay Leno, correct? Oh yeah, I filled in. I filled in for him uh, because he had the um, the
3: accident, uh, which is interesting because I had that. I knew stuff about that before anybody else did, uh, and of course, I didn't say anything about it. I, it's so funny because mm-hmm. I, I I'm in a place where I do. Hear things at certain times about different people and sports and stuff like that, and I never like. I know a lot of people would use that stuff to further themselves, and me, I'm just uh-huh. stupid. I like friendships better. <laughs> but yeah, I filled in for Leno, and I didn't. You know, he's. I heard some things. You know, Jay is a, is a super nice guy. Anytime I've ever been around him, it's it's. It, but this whole thing with the the accident and the, the, I guess that car started on fire or something like that. Yes,
2: one of the old, old, old cars in his garage, they're doing some maintenance on it, and there was a fire.
3: Nothing phases the guy. You
2: know, I heard Tim Allen, I saw, read Tim Allen in, a, in an interview, said Jay
3: was acting like he stubbed his toe, and he's, you know, he's getting skin grafts and saying, hey, What's the deal with this? Have you seen this thing? You look at all the air. I was, I, listen, if it wasn't, I wasn't born bad enough, right? You know, he's just like that. Where right? like, he could be in a hurricane. listen is, a, you know, there's a lot of rain and wind, but it's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. Don't. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> oh, earthquake. There's also an earthquake in the middle of smart Schna- shock Don't worry about Sharknado. nato. <laughs> listen, that was a Look nuclear warhead. Did you see that mushroom cloud? That was pretty good. Oh, dang. what are these zombies doing here? Yeah. So he's just. I mean, he's he, uh, he's one of those guys that nothing seems to faze him. <laughs> uh, I. I funny because i'd watched him on tv in the recent years too and it's some of the shows he he doesn't even dress up anymore he just gets out of the bed no. in his pajamas doesn't do his hair it's like <laughs> let's just do this thing you ready <laughs> <laughs> but yeah sounds like he's doing okay now so right yeah
2: good uh and you have any shows coming up and if so where can my beloved audience on all sorts of platforms find out about that uh frank will get you mm-hmm. to uh to the, the live dates the only thing i
3: have scheduled right now is uh right outside of phoenix uh the week before the super bowl so frank onstage.com i know i'm going to be doing something right outside of utah in nevada um i think wendover nevada i'm going to be doing something there in um may april or may um but it, right now the only thing that's on the books and on the you know you can see on the website is uh copper blues in uh, desert ridge arizona which like i said is the right side of phoenix but uh frank on does that you can find me on the social media at frank caliendo if you can't spell caliendo it's the letter c the word alien and the word do and on uh, TikTok and Instagram and see stuff like that. See
2: Alien Do. Yeah, that's also an instruction. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's a, that's the book they show the
2: astronaut kids. See <laughs> Alien Do.
3: See <laughs> Scott. Um, so, C- so Alien... Frank, I want to
2: ask you. We got about a minute thirty before our next break. Any thoughts on Will Smith, Chris Rock, Oscars? Uh, are they doing it again? <laughs> Round no. two. I
3: can't wait <laughs> Round <to see>. two. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. uh i thought that was weird i thought it was staged at the beginning so we all did we I'm, all everyone did i'm still not sure there isn't something like so, i don't know uh, i like i said i never i never understand anything I mean, it seems like chris rock didn't know it all so um
2: yeah i uh where, where, where did you want to go with this? I, I, I Well, I'm just curious, I mean, first of all, I just think that there is an underappreciated stage presence that Chris Rock exercised in that moment.
3: I think he was totally in shock, right? I mean he's he, he you have to stay in reality and stay see, because it didn't seem very real. You feel very violated at that point, and oh, it doesn't yeah. seem like it actually happened. That's the thing is you you're in disbelief that that type of thing i had somebody come up and attack me on stage for it's been a long time but i was uh i was doing a show in south dakota i was on stage outside at a college event and somebody came up and yelled diamond cutter and like tried to do a wwf at the time move on me and i was like what the heck and i was like i'm done i'm out i can't i don't even know what to do at this point so i'm like a 21 22 year old kid at that time so I, I I didn't know it, it was probably 22-ish Yeah, probably around 22 years old 23 so I was you know, just completely lost but I, I, yeah Chris I'm doing Leno again I, huge respect for Chris Rock of course because he just is you know he's the epitome of a pro and I think we'll, he is I think the
2: thing with Will Smith is
3: Frank, we'll Frank, Frank hold, hold, the thought, the hold the
2: thought hold the thought hold the thought we'll be back with Frank Caliendo segment four of the takeout in just one moment
0: From CBS News, this is The Takeout
1: with
2: Major Garrett. Oh, it's Christmas with Caliendo. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Frank Caliendo is with us. You're listening to this on Christmas weekend, writ large or small, depending on how you do it in your home. Uh, and your thoughts, if you will, Frank, on the whole Will Smith, Frank, uh, Chris Rock thing. I think the thing with Will Smith
3: is he's a really great actor now. Mm-hmm. I think he gets
0: yeah.
2: so
3: the problem is that he's probably gotten into these roles so much that he's lost a little bit in terms of reality. So you start, uh, that's my take on Twitter as well. Uh It's, I I remember 10 years ago when I was first on Twitter, I was tweeting things and I was getting, um, massive responses just saying really mean things. But then I noticed I started to do this in real life. I, and then I was like, this is, this is gross. This is terrible. It gets in your head, but that's the kind of thing that happens with actors. If you get too far into it, you start to become the, the the acting role is a part of you, but the 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 role can be part of your life. Then can start and start to affect you if you get that far into it. said, so "Think of being." Um, and I'm, I may have used this car analogy with you for something else, but uh, on something else. But think, of, you ever go to dinner with a a, a car salesman? they you know or you have them over for dinner and they're making a deal to pass the gravy boat and you're like we can just you don't have to talk to your boss to get this done we we can we can just have a conversation and i can pass it you don't have to wheel and deal but they can't turn it off yeah and i think in this day and age when we get when we emerge ourselves so much into everything it's Mm -hmm. harder and harder to get out of it that's that's a that's a difficult thing i think that's something we're going to have to do with in the future overall
2: one other thing you might have to deal with and i wonder what your thoughts about this are frank caliendo uh there's kind of a conversation well there's certainly a conversation in comedic circles that our culture is either too sensitive or too restrictive about what is funny anymore and there are sort of guardrails and areas that you have to avoid and it and I've heard comedians talk about this in a general sense that they're afraid of being canceled or, or not having shows booked, and they're f- they feel less creatively empowered than they used to. I wonder if you have thoughts on that oh, but, conversation. Yeah,
3: I'd stay out of it. That's part of my reason I don't work as much anymore. I don't know what because I'm listen. I feel I really do want, and I know people don't have equalities and stuff like that across all types of the. Mm-hmm. I'd love for everybody to have these equalities. I know it doesn't. That's not the reality of where we're at and may who knows where that will ever get to. But part of being equal and being treated equally is having to deal with the crap that everybody else does. Now, you might get sick of it because it happens the same stuff and gets said to you over. And I'm a short person. So whenever there's right. a, a, you know, a situation where somebody wants to rip me, they're just like, hey, short guy. You know, that can become annoying. Uh, you know, uh-huh. if you have some ethnicity where there's a joke about that ethnicity you're hearing that same is it really offensive i don't know but is it really annoying it definitely is now i'm italian i don't look italian so i don't hear Mm. a lot of that but all my cousins and stuff like that that really look italian they love it so so (laughs) (laughs) they embrace it right yeah Yeah. it's a funny thing so uh, but i do understand that there are difficulties that people have to deal with um and people are you know it's it's a tightrope there, but i see people like bill burr and i see people like uh, dave chappelle and i see people right. doing this stuff but they're at the highest level and it, if you come at them it doesn't matter what happens is actually their audience this happens in politics too right this is mm-hmm. this is how trump works is people start to congregate and they they start to come Toward this, and and go, hey, I have this feeling that you're talking about, where people don't understand what I'm feeling. It's thank goodness somebody's talking about it, and Mm -hmm. they start to feel this kinship with the person.
2: So, and and you you mentioned Dave Chappelle. Do you think that Chappelle is in a unique place because a he has that celebrity, a he has that level of success, b he has that sort of give no uh, expletives uh, attitude. Uh, about it, and he has an audience that convenes.
3: Right. But the, because, because there are a lot of people who there, there are a lot of people who are tired of trying to worry about, you know, everybody gets made fun of every day. And th- so they're like, well, I, I don't, they don't, people can't understand it. We, we can't, we can't all put ourselves and some people are better than others at putting ourselves in other people's shoes um, mm-hmm. and understanding where things are coming from. And so... Yeah, but they, I mean, Dave Chappelle, I mean, he, he says it. it's so funny because he'll say something, oh, so eloquent and brilliant, and then he'll tag it with something that's very easy or simple for everybody to understand. So he'll have this concept that is genius, and then he'll talk about it in a way that anybody on the street can understand it, uh, you know, or in their house or whatever, watching, you know they don't have to know a, a, a whole history of the world. To be able to just go, holy cow! How did this guy talk about this so eloquently, and then throw an F word in there? And and uh, you're going, oh, wow, that's just brilliant. And Burr's got that same thing. He just talks about people, you know, he'll just he'll be out there. What's with this? You know, just do that kind of a thing. But uh-huh. that's there's there's I want to act is is my kind of thing too. So there's two ways you can go. You can do the podcast thing in comedy where you just say whatever you think and you gain a huge you can gain a huge audience that way being completely right. authentic and you're not going to be politically correct doing that you're going to because no. we all
2: Well we talked about that last year. Yeah. You said that you just simply can't do that. You can't be the bombastic bomb thrower in a podcast which would get you money and an audience because that's not who you are. Yeah, it's not who I am and it's I mean it's my what my work
3: too is also corporate work. So I do a lot of work for big companies and I don't I I don't want to have them put in a weird position for me to, because it's not my thing. If it was my thing. Sure. I mean, I, I, some comedians make you think
2: I'm not one of those comedians, (laughs) but you do make us laugh, Frank. And that is the essence. That is the essence. And to continue this conversation just for a couple of seconds, look, comedy is based on understandings understandings are based on stereotypes stereotypes are also about compare and contrast comedy lives in all those areas and if you can't refer to stereotypes or you can't refer to compare and contrast then comedy becomes deadened it seems to me at some level yeah and stereotype is such a, a loaded word
3: exactly right it, it, if that's the connotation of that alone is we think of stereotype and you immediately everybody in the audience including me and you probably went a bad bad word it's 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 bad word yeah it's but is it listen they're stereotypes because they exist right Right. but they just aren't everybody so it's what stinks is you don't want to be put in that box if that's not who you are and i understand that but Listen, we have this base of knowledge, and there's a reason we we all know. I'm just gonna use Italian people for and, and you know, I'm Italian from Chicago, so I can only tell you about a third of what I know. Um right. so but that joke right there is proof that <laughs> to that, and you get it, and there's common, and that's that might be some sort of uh, stereotype, but I got I gotta be honest with you. I got family from Chicago I shouldn't talk about, and there's some right. I don't know about. that's
2: real (laughs) and you're not ever going to know about frank and we're going to have to for the benefit of our radio audience we need to make this break wish them a merry christmas and say farewell for those watching on paramount plus cbs news streaming and listening on our beloved podcast platform stay tuned for your takeout outtake especial a continuation of christmas with caliendo few things are better in life i'm major garrett we'll see you next week
0: CBS News. This is the Takeout with Major Garrett.
2: Welcome to your Takeout Outtake Especial out Christmas with Caliendo. It rings in the season. It's the way to start your brand new year. Frank Caliendo is with us, friend of the show, friend of mine, on a like annual basis, where I <laughs> kind of sheepishly text him and say, "Will you come back on the I show?" He and-
3: always answer the text, and I will <laughs> half the, about half the time come
2: on. I. Uh, <laughs> So, do you have Frank Caliendo in your family? Any hard and fast, never say die holiday traditions?
3: Oh, you know what? I'm. I don't. My wife has a lot of traditions that involve me (laughs) doing work. I don't. I don't think I really do. And I think that's. I wish I did. Um, that's something I kind of. Don't understand about myself and wish I had. My wife has all these little things like there's no meat on the day on Christmas Eve. She doesn't do that, but I'm eating a burger. Okay. Um, so she'll okay. make a special uh, spaghetti sauce. with. used to be with squid, but uh, that was her family's thing that she would do. Um, but there are quite a few different things. Um, my wife has a snow village. I think I've I've I told you about that before with the whole village oh. and the, that there's a village in our living room. Uh, Not populated by any people, but it's
2: next to the self-fulfillment center. Yeah, it's, 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 there are boxes. Adjacent.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, but it's, it's that hallmark.
2: I'm trying to picture this, Frank, you climb over the box mountain. More like a maze, more like a maze of boxes. Okay. Okay. Kind of like from the shining.
3: Uh, I was actually thinking more Indiana Jones when the, the, uh, the arc is put away, I think. Or maybe it's a crystal skull when it gets put into that uh, uh, warehouse or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a it's just a mess. But uh, there there is a full snow village uh, of uh, three large tables worth of styrofoam uh, faux Mm -hmm. snow. And then it's the Hallmark kind of thing. I can't remember. I call it Area 51. I'm not I don't think that's (laughs) what it is.
2: Yes, and uh, I grew up in San Diego, California, so I know what a sunny and warm Christmas morning is like. That's the only ones I really remember as a child. Of course, I live on the East Coast now. There's an uh, obsession on the East Coast with white Christmases and snow and all of those things. Uh, What's a desert Christmas like?
3: And that's something growing up in Wisconsin that I had to get used to living in California and then here. I mean, it was it was cold, really cold. We're we're in the 50s at
2: this point of the year at times. But,
3: uh, yeah, that takes away. It's a light me.
2: fleece. That's all you really need.
3: There's, there's so much. There is so much Christmas stuff around our house. We have five or six Christmas trees up and I don't even know. Well, there might be another one <laughs> in a box somewhere that I've hidden.
2: So are they all are they are they real or fake Frank Kelly They're all fake. Everything's fake. Okay. Uh, okay.
3: Yeah, there's a there's a level of laziness here that I'm not <laughs> going out there
2: uh, of caveman I am now. Yeah, not. you're not you're you're not going to go into that bitter cold 57 degrees and get a tree. No way.
3: No way. It's no, too, no. too too uh, too much of an effort. And, although all the putting all this stuff out
2: is not that you easy. You would have to change your basketball shorts. I mean, come on. Right. That would be there's an endeavor. That. There's
3: truth. That they, we have the lights on the outside of the house, too. Um, we had somebody put them up this year, but it's all to music. We're that mm-hmm. house where uh, there's a, you can set your AM radio to do uh, mm-hmm. a thing as you drive by and hear the music, and it's also playing on the porch. So um, mm-hmm. we have that... It's it's very Christmassy here, which I love. It's bad. I like Christmas a lot more with the little kids because it's way uh-huh. more sure. magical. Sure. I'm not going to say why, but there's just an, a level of magic. I'm I'm that old school that I don't uh-huh. talk about, it. but I it's but that level of Christmas morning, kids waking up and the gifts being there is there's just nothing better than that to to me.
2: So, so you know, th- this is just a suggestion. It's an idle one from from me, Frank. But, but, I, but I think your family would would really get into starting a tradition of you in the pink bunny suit from Christmas Story. <laughs> we do have the fragile, box. or Darren McGavin could say he looks like a deranged Easter bunny. <laughs> We
3: we do have the fragile box and the the, the leg lamp.
2: <laughs> fragile. Must be from Italy. <laughs> I think that's fragile, honey.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, my wife's from Cleveland too. You know, so
2: okay, very, uh, very famous house still yep, exists. Yeah, Tour, tours
3: tours da- there daily. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so yeah, I don't know where we're going with this. All I can picture. Yeah. So
2: last year we last year I asked you what your favorite Christmas movie was, and you said Elf. It's a very yeah, good I think answer. Yeah. still Elf. Yeah. Uh, mine is Christmas Story. I love Elf. Elf is a great, great, Christmas, great Christmas great man-child movie. But I love Christmas Story.
3: Yeah, Christmas, Christmas Story is fantastic. I don't know why exactly it's Christmas. I guess because it's set around Christmas. But it's a wonderful life I could watch.
2: Oh um, yeah! Uh, absolutely and 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 with the with the SNL skit uh, afterward is always something i keep in the back of my mind where they all leave the house and go go murder uh mr potter <laughs> i mean that is the way that movie ought to end i mean that is a modern twist on an old story it is uh it's it is, it is <laughs> it's very different all right, that's how I'm going to send us out, Frank. Frank, Perfect. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Christmas absolutely. with Caliendo. There's no better way to spend your holiday weekend. I guarantee it. We'll see you next week, folks. It's Major Garrett. It's been The Takeout.
0: The Takeout is produced by Arden Fari, Jamie Benson, Sarah Cook, Ellie Watson, Jake Rosen, and Ashley Armstrong. CBSN production by Eric Susanan. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at takeout Podcast. That's at Takeout Podcast, And for more, go to TakeoutPodcast.com. The Takeout is a production of CBS News.
2: If you like The Takeout, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey.